1: Uh everything's under control. Situation normal. I don't wanna
2: grow up you want to...
1: A Jurassic Park. Now playing the feeling of everything. Ecto Goggles with Ecto Bumper, Neutrona Blaster and Water Zapper separate. sold separately. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. OCD. Hi.
0: How are you? <laughs> Hi everybody. Good. Welcome to episode one. Who are you talking to? It's my OCD. Okay. Uh h- how is it?
1: It's 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 doing good.
0: Hey, how about this? Let's go while we're young. I love that. <laughs> I bought a Caddyshack Christmas ornament and it's one of my better purchases. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my cheaper purchases of late. I've got the UPS uh, people and the post office people are men not in brown the men in brown uh, <laughs> what were you talking about earlier
1: there was a well we're all talking about men in black and the new trailer but there was a song that was released with the original men in black that was not released with it but it was like a parody of the men in black song called men in brown and it was about like the ups strike oh, of is, the same year
0: that is so hey, that's a fun one that's embarrassing yeah. uh, I want to look that up immediately uh, no, go. I've been getting all these, pat- I've been buying stuff, but yeah, I got this little uh, Caddyshack ornament of Rodney Dangerfield. One of my favorite movies, one of my favorite comedians.
1: Yeah. Now one of your favorite ornaments.
0: Now one of my favorite ornaments. One of my only ornaments. I have we one <laughs> ornament.
1: Have three cats. We can't have ornaments. Okay.
0: Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Pretty good. Cool. Well, welcome mm-hmm. to Yes, Have
1: Some Podcast.
0: My name is Craig Goldberg. I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? That's you.
1: That's me. Jacob,
0: that's nah, me. Oh,
3: there's I... music happening. What's the can, music? Can You hear that? No. No. Um, you guys can't hear. Okay, there is a. I just shut it off, so I'm not hearing anymore. Um, okay. There is a child's play motion uh poster that came out.
0: Okay. Okay. How's it look?
3: It looks. It, it's cool. There's there's not a whole lot going on. It's like a, it's like a Christmas tree. With uh, some presents and uh, the child, the new or the buddy box is like unwrapped and uh, it's been torn open. And there appears to be a little bit of blood on the box as well. And the motion part is just like you you can see a shadow of like him running around.
0: I have a feeling we are going to be getting a child's play trailer very soon. Because. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of. Every day now, there's there's
3: some they're posting something. So
0: they put up a bunch of like Chucky, Child's Play, Buddy Doll, Christmas cards. Uh, we, I put yep. one of them on. Yes, I have some. Yeah, I therapy. saw that.
1: I was and like, did, did Craig make that? No, nah, there's no way.
0: I did not. <laughs> That's
1: very cool, though. They did <laughs> not hire
0: me to do the Child's Play marketing. Although being yes. one of the hosts of the self-proclaimed number one Child's Play podcast in the world, you'd think they'd at least call us.
1: Yeah you know right. if they searched iTunes for child's play we'd pop up and then yeah and if you like, search hey.
0: so we were notified this last week if you searched uh, leprechaun on iTunes we were also the first podcast to show up uh, of, course. of course it's a good feeling it's a, of course <laughs> so um I do want to make an announcement we we did announce last week that the the new leprechaun from leprechaun returns Lyndon Porco was gonna be on the show this week unfortunately he had some major stress not like yeah. Yeah. Am I gonna not buy like this? Not like
1: fun. Yes, have some stress. Not the real. Yeah, not
0: not no. the like, Kenner Jurassic Park compound stress. No,
1: like real plain cancellation. <laughs> stress. Yeah,
0: travel stress. Yeah. So unfortunately, we have to reschedule. We'll we'll have him on in the next couple weeks. We'll 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 let everybody know. We're still gonna have Lyndon Porco on. Still, definitely want to talk to him about Leprechaun Returns.
1: Yeah, that gives you more uh, time to watch the movie. So yeah. check it out.
0: Um. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for?
1: Yeah, it's if good. you're
0: listening to this podcast and you haven't watched Leprechaun Returns, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, so, cool. So, yeah, we want to let everybody know that. And we, Our first option was we we're just going to cancel tonight. Actually, we we're just going to stop podcasting. We couldn't we'll handle it all together. Yeah. We, we couldn't handle the I, I mean, Linda Blair and then
3: Lyndon. It just, Yeah. it's all t- downhill. You know?
1: Cancel <laughs> on me once. Uh, shame on you. Okay, there you go. Cancel on us twice. Shame on us. Cancel on us three times, and you're an enemy of the podcast.
0: Has any, Nobody's ever canceled on us three times. No. No. But no. Has anybody ever canceled it's, on it's us? This isn't even a canceling. It's a Yeah,
3: this is not a cancel. Not this, even, this is a no. force of. I was going to say force of nature, it's but.
0: Uh, a force of nature. It is. I, I think you're thinking of something else. The finger of God. <laughs> Joe.
1: It could have been, been a weather cancellation. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Ooh. If a twister ever cancels a guest of our podcast i'd actually be okay with it
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know how close i'd want to get on that or
0: a godzilla
3: okay just a godzilla shows up a
0: a godzilla oh right excuse me i'd be like wait it wasn't
3: the godzilla because if it's not the godzilla then it doesn't matter
0: no it was one of those other godzillas man (laughs) Mm -hmm. well listen we got a lot to tackle because we are a couple days from christmas and we're all excited about all those prezzies, yep. all those shelves. Jake, last week, I think, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you were talking about a little something last week. I think it was last week. The compound, yeah. was that last week? Oh, that
3: was, yeah. It was our episode last week.
0: Any updates to the Kenner Jurassic Park compound? Well, we'll, we'll listen, wasn't last week our, our, our wish list episode? It was. Last week yeah. on, right. on YSL okay. somewhere, we all gave our, our top five... Uh, Christmas wish lists. Yep. Right. And uh, one of the th-
3: my number one on the wish list was the Jurassic Park uh, Kenner compound, which I guess talking about it, you know, stuck in my head. And the next day I, I bought it. I bought one. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's actually due to uh, to be uh, coming in tomorrow. I should get it. I should get it tomorrow at work. That's so- very exciting.
0: Christmas, That's very exciting. Yeah. Actually, you're not the old Abby bought an RV
1: yeah dude yep it's getting shipped uh no it was God, rvd it was
0: a rob van Dam figure uh no dude that's amazing yeah jake hit me up a lot of people don't know this we don't just talk once a week we we kind of talk i would say jake and i talk on the phone i guess you could compare it to like teenage girls Intimate. Probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like when we say goodbye to Jake, it's like, we, it's, hey, it's like I'll talk have, to you soon.
3: We have phone calls minutes before we record and minutes after we record. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and when I say teen, I say we talk with like teenage girls who just got their own phone line in 1989. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, dude, we can talk. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> Finally. Mm-hmm. No,
0: but Jake, you texted me and you were like, hey, checking out this compound. It's. They say it might be complete. It doesn't look. It, it looks like it's 100 complete. We got a couple other sources on it. We figured it out, and and yeah, you know, at the end of the
3: out. day, it, you got it. Yeah, I got it. It it, it actually comes with the, the original box, um, and That's it, it's amazing. actually it actually is going to come with a couple other random uh, Kenner accessories that I am not. I think the people either just wanted to get rid of everything, or they weren't really sure like what
0: they what was what.
3: It, it sounds like it could be one of those like. Uh, I'm selling all my kids' toys, kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah they don't really
0: know what it is that
3: they're they like. Have. These are
1: all ninjas. <laughs> That's all I know.
0: You see it on eBay a lot. It'll be like lot of Ghostbusters toys, vintage 1980s, and half of them are Beetlejuice. And there's yeah, like one Police no, Academy no, yeah. in there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like,
0: ma'am, the scales not even the same. What are you doing?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those. Uh, I was I was on eBay today and. Um, do you ever this is like one of the the fun things about eBay when you're looking so there's something there's a Kenner Jurassic Park thing I've been looking at and it's um when they came out with the first movie they released these dinosaurs they were hatchlings they there was a velociraptor and a triceratops for the first movie and it's like they're babies they're in an egg and the egg like the pieces of the egg come apart so so it's like it's hatching yeah yeah they made them for the. They made them for the first three movies, but they're different. You know, they're a little different. But um, the 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 two for the first movie, they go for. They're a little expensive. They're a little more expensive than uh, Lost World or Jurassic Park Three. But the Triceratops from Part One, they just repainted it for Lost World. And uh, I found an auction where somebody had it listed as a 1996 Lost World Triceratops. Uh, but it's they were wrong. It's actually <laughs> it's actually the 1993 Triceratops. Oh shit! And, yeah, and you can tell because the paint schemes are different and the JP number is a different number. Um, so Dude. I was able I was able to get the 1993 original Triceratops for Lost World prices, oh, <laughs> which yes. is like. It's
0: pretty good, so. Yeah. You know, they thought they had Burger King, but they had McDonald's the whole time.
3: The whole time. They were, they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could.
1: They
0: didn't stop the <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
3: hey. Congrats,
1: na- Jake. That's, congrats. That's Knowledge big... is
0: power. There's been yeah. plenty of times where I've come across something at a toy show or, a you know, at a store where I'm like, oh, the price on this is way, they don't know what they have here.
2: Yeah. It's not my
0: job to tell them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: think that's something there's something
3: that we talked about after we met up with um, Rob and uh, Bobby 80s. And since we've both become a little more focused in collecting, it's like you've always been able to be like, oh, you know, that's from Jurassic Park. Like, you know, I've, I've always been able to just see a Jurassic Park figure in a while and be like, oh, that's. You know, that's prob- that's from the Kenner line.
0: Yeah, one of the first times but- Jake ever came over to our house, he pointed at this Dilophosaurus that I had on the shelf, and he goes, hey, that's not from Jurassic Park. And yeah,
1: like, and I felt bad because I was the one who had picked it out. I still have that. It's in my case. I right? was like,
0: who the fuck is this guy?
1: Want to <laughs> start a podcast? Guy? But it's
3: like, but when you when you start buying so much of it, you, you really start to learn everything. And like, in this like deep, dive i've i've gone into of the kenner jurassic park line i feel like i should have we should have been like documenting this since the time i figured like i'm gonna rebuy this entire line yeah. you know yeah. well
0: it's a story 65 days in the making it is <laughs> yeah. i i but it's like you learn so much you
3: learn all the paint you know differences or variants or which you know accessories came with who and it's like you're just it's like you're you're being schooled you like learn yeah, so much so and like the, I'm, the same thing is happening with you guys with with the all the ghostbusters yeah that you've been like rebuying so yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's been great it's been a yeah.
3: very it's fun it's extremely
1: satisfying and it is yes um this is where we can talk about all that this information is,
0: thank it? god we can finally talk so about glad
1: this. we could talk about it
0: <laughs> i've been waiting for weeks um so a couple of housekeeping notes before we get started. I did want to let everybody know that if you are interested in hearing, yes, have some podcast, try to order a Ghostbusters tent, a real Ghostbusters tent out of the 1989 Sears Wish Book. Uh, we put up the full audio. It's all available on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, people seem to really enjoy that. It was funny.
1: I enjoyed making it. It was like
0: my favorite comment was this guy was like, uh, "You guys should do more of this."
1: <laughs> and immediately I was like, well, who, what other like extinct yeah, like things like, can we try to? Abby,
0: get Hardys on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need
1: that. What is that Whistler? <laughs> yeah, that- I
0: need the Ghostbusters 2 noisemaker. Noisemaker. Do you have any? Wait. And some chicken that?
1: sticks. <laughs> now.
0: Yeah. How can okay, I do that? Yeah, we're just going to, we're going to do that. But no,
1: uh doing that was, it was impromptu and that was a lot of fun because. Growing up, I always wanted to be like a morning show DJ. And I feel like that was the closest that I'll ever be.
0: I don't know. She we she could doing? get a dunk tank or something. Yeah, I uh, want
1: to do d- it. brought up a no, dunk tank before. Abby wants to be a morning
0: show. What we'll do, is we'll send you to the Cricket Wireless in Valdosta. Yes. To give I'm away. Yeah, to give away Yes Have Some sweatbands.
1: Dude, i am already been <laughs> setting up the little tent with the poles, putting the flag in the ground.
0: I'll have to talk to my promotions coordinator to see if we, any, if we need any more speed uh, Speedwagon tickets Ooh-wee. to give away. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was fun. Head to Facebook. Check that out. Also, uh, Barge. We have officially defined the word barge mm-hmm. on Urban Dictionary. And Ooh. thanks to Yes Have Some Group Therapy, who was quicker to upvote the definition for barge <laughs> than leave iTunes reviews <laughs> for Yes Have Some Podcast.
2: <laughs> Dude!
1: I, like, it's a big oh, deal, We're though. giving
0: away free t-shirts for, for, for leaving... Uh, iTunes reviews, and then someone was like, "Guys, we can get barge on the front page. Do it,
2: Do it! <laughs> So as of now, uh,
0: Urban Dictionary. If you search the word barge, we are the second definition. Of, What's the
1: first definition?
0: Like the actual definition of the word barge. Okay. I think. Uh, cool. So if you want to check that out, that's kind of a long time. Uh, well, for those who don't know, a barge is a. Should I just read it? Should yeah. I read the definition. Yeah, I think it's I a mean, good I mean, idea. I'm get on there. Yeah, right, I'm going to barge. Urban Dictionary. Um, The other thing we need, we had another one called a Cincinnati bow tie. No. (laughs) Just kidding.
1: (laughs) Look that one up was fun.
0: Okay. Barge. Verb. To purchase one or several non-essential items for oneself, usually referring to collectibles, toys, or other large-scale, quote, treat-yourself-style purchases, more often than not, the purchase or purchases are looked at as selfish and irresponsible, normally coinciding with avoidance or non-payment of an important bill or obligation, as a noun, it is the physical item or items purchased within your barge experience. Used in a sentence, this is my favorite part. I saw the new Ghostbusters figures at the comic shop, and even though my rent is late and my water is more than likely being shut off tomorrow, I decided to barge. <laughs> and then we have an animated gif. That gif got me of the Fuck dad me. from the real Ghostbusters. Commercial.
1: <laughs> Oh my god, that is amazing! No. All right,
0: so 15 upvotes.
1: Hey, by the uh, way, refresh your screen. I, There's wait, here's 16 the fu- upvotes because I just upvoted that.
3: Go. But you know what the funniest part is? The, the 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 definition that is the first definition isn't the actual definition for the word barge. No. It it's, it's not.
1: It's not. It very says nice.
3: barge, a word used to describe a fat or large person. And then the the uh, uh, the example is. Christopher is a barge. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs>
1: no, it's not nice. I, we need <laughs> well, to do that one. Now, if we way. were to buy Christopher. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna down, I just downvoted that. Boo. Now it's got seven yep. downvotes. Deal with that.
0: So, that was hey, fun. Hey,
1: don't body shame. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
0: Uh, and now, Christopher would be a barge if we saw him at the store and bought him. Now, yeah. <laughs> like, here's an, here, Richard Pryor and the toy is a barge. Ooh. Yeah. We are okay. in
1: some sticky territory. I'm going to just maneuver my way out of here. There you go. Da, 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 da. Hey, The da, da, Toy's da, da, amazing da, da. movie.
0: Richard Pryor is one of my favorite comedians of all time, and my second favorite comedian would be hey, stole my ball. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs>
1: Dude, I like that ornament because it's only Rodney Dangerfield, but it's got quotes with other characters' voices in it. Well, it's got the other guy like from the it. other guy. It's great. Um it's got,
0: like, so scenes. Go check out the prank call. Not a prank call. It wasn't a prank call. We can't call it a prank call. It was uh we were lit It was a genuine inquiry. I thought we would maybe get one of those tents.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so that was fun. And then uh, we wanted to make this announcement real quick before we get going on anything else. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. We have Just made a major change. We have lowered the bonus episode tier that was previously $10 a month where you get the two to three bonus episodes exclusively through Patreon. It is now permanently, forever, $5 a month. So all the people who are paying $10 a month have the option to go down to five. All new subscribers to Patreon, yes, have some. For $5 a month, you're getting two to three episodes a month. And the best part is when you sign up immediately, you get access to all of the previously released backload the backload the backlog so Mm -hmm. i don't know there's whatever the barge load the barge load there's 15 episodes already there um and uh, we have a ton of fun with the bonus episodes uh it's it's i don't know it's a more condensed straightforward version of, of what we do on the show Uh, There's no advertisements. There's no...
1: No talk about our treats.
0: Well, we do a little bit. We do. We do. Um, And, you know, we... Hey, sometimes it gets very, you know...
1: Risque. Oh,
0: so risque. (laughs) There's that time I just recorded in my underwear. No one saw it, but (laughs) anyways. Um, So risque. It was so risque. Uh, So cool. So we had a couple things to talk about. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to talk about the Men in Black trailer. We're going to talk about Spider-Verse. And then we've got something that Jake came up with that we all fell in love with. It's called "Enter the Yes Have Some Verse" or "Enter the YHS Verse." What are we calling it?
1: Into the J- y- I, I
0: white. I keep calling into? it "Enter <laughs> into the white." Enter
1: Spider Man. Enter the enter Dragon. Spider-Man. Enter
0: Spider Man. Enter <laughs> Spider <sighs> Man.
1: Okay, it's called "Into the YHS Verse." Yes, there Abby.
0: Tell us what this actually is.
1: Well, it was Jake's original idea, but um, basically to take the the format. Uh, or the formula for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the new movie, animated movie, which we all saw and are going to talk about in a second. But to take that formula and throw other movies and other franchises into it so that you have like an alternate universe with different iterations of the characters co-mingling and, a you know, there's there no pitch it.
0: There's no rules. No rules. But just no do rules. your thing. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun. Real. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, but let's, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we didn't know this was going to happen today, but we got the first... Trailer for Men in Black International. It was released this morning. Um, We live in an age where people live to be cynical and live to put things down. And if something's good, people tend to put it down. If something's great, you even find people putting it down. If something's not so great, it's it's like bloodshed. It's bad. So I was very stressed when I saw the Men in Black trailer was up because we haven't really seen any footage or heard much about it. Having said that, uh, I'll just start off. I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. The movie, what I love about it and why I think it's really important for franchises to look at this model that Men in Black is 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 using, which is a legacy continuation of the original franchise but making it its own thing. Yep. It does, you don't have to spend any time establishing what Men in Black is, why it exists. It just throws you back into a universe you're already familiar with and from there, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll talk about it more in depth. I think Chris Hemsworth. I've I was on the fence about Chris Hemsworth like six seven years ago. I was kind of like I was kind of whatever about him. The first Thor, like I just I didn't. Yeah, when know. it was just Thor days. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, these days, I'm fully on board with Chris Hemsworth. I, I think he's very funny. I think Thor Ragnarok might be the best of the Marvel movies. Um, I'm just gonna say it. He might be the best part about Answer the Call, and uh, I, I, he's funny. Even that. Have you ever seen that Vacation movie, the remake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's pretty funny in it. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous, but he's funny. Uh, so Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Lover. I don't know. You guys go nuts. Jake, haven't talked to you about it at all. I, I will say this to everybody: if you're ever wondering, when we have things like new trailer releases, we don't talk about these things beforehand. So yeah. right now. I have no idea what Jake's going to say. Yeah, it's
1: hard, too, because Craig and I watched the trailer, like, three times together, and on the third watch, Craig was like, here's what it is! And I was like, no, just wait. Just, just, just save just wait. it for the podcast. Just just so wait. I don't even know what he thinks.
3: Jacob he what'd say. you think of this trailer? Um, but, well, first of all, does it kind of seem... This... I don't think this is a bad thing, but were you watching this trailer, and, like, part of you... Maybe this would be... Maybe this would make me, like, answer the call better. If somehow Chris Hemsworth character was Kevin, and he just accidentally ended up in the Men in Black, I mean, yeah, that would kinda be amazing. It kind of seemed that way. Like he, it almost seemed like the same. Um, I think it all looks good. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot. It, it felt real. It felt a lot like a teaser. It feels like there's not a whole lot to go on. Yeah. Um. There. My only. I don't even want to call this like a gripe because it doesn't really bother me, but. The only thing about the trailer that I felt a little weird about is that um, they spend a lot of time in the trailer just showing them shoot guns, which I know that's that happens in Men in Black, and the guns are cool and they look like the Men in Black guns, and that's great. But I was like, kind of expecting to see like, I don't know,
1: more monsters, a lot
3: of aliens, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah Jake, they're don't
1: saving show that it, many. Dude, like they I know. they sh- the
3: the the shots of aliens are very short and quick, and I'm like. This is a this is a movie about aliens like I thought they would kind of be uh a, a, you know showing us more yeah things we don't see saying. that often and less of the kind of thing you see in every trailer which is just people shooting and right. fighting
1: yeah but, I think they, yeah but
3: it looks but it looks funny and it looks mm-hmm. like a men in black movie and Liam Neeson is in it and that's weird and I like that and yeah. uh and it's not a complete reboot there are like there's characters in this movie from the last men in black yeah Yeah, I'm ready to watch it.
1: I am too. Uh, I think they're probably showing less aliens and more of, like, Tessa Thompson and, um... What's his name? Um... Kevin. Say. Kevin. I, I literally wanted to say Kevin Smith.
0: I hate coffee. Yeah, Fucking, Kevin Smith. Wait a minute.
1: Why isn't Chris Kevin Hemsworth. Smith?
0: Why isn't Kevin Smith in this movie? I
1: wish he was. But no, I think they're showing Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth because they're gonna sell the movie for people who may yeah, not be familiar or whatever. Um, and for me personally, I love Tessa Thompson. I was like, yes, Thompson. This is gonna work for me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, guys, I had to put that in there. Um she's she's amazing. Um and like the scene at the end where she's got the little device that makes everyone forget everything. I literally haven't seen Men in Black in a long time. I loved the first one. I literally wouldn't put the VHS tape on um, in our Serenity room and was watching it while doing yoga before we started this because I was like, dude, this trailer got me pumped. I like Tessa Thompson a lot. She's funny. She looks tough. I really like the dynamic between her and Chris Hemsworth where she seems like the very capable equipped one and he's like the bumbling like Will Smith type almost. Um, so that that's good. I'm into it. I like the guns too. I actually, the one thing I was thinking when they were doing the scene with the, the guns that like pop off the car is that that would be a very cool toy
0: so ooh fucking. I hope this I hope and I this, also want
1: to do Men in Black costumes because I want to wear a suit
0: I really hope this gets a good toy line yeah I don't know who has the rights to Men in Black I'll have to look that up Um, because the it's a franchise that lends itself to uh, toys <laughs> just like whether they're like role play toys or action figures
1: yeah Um, gadgets and all that
0: couple stray thoughts from the trailer uh, you do see the, the two paintings when they're walking in the building uh, you see the painting of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones which I thought was Yeah. Yeah. Like if that's I have a feeling there's going to be more that well, can connect One of like one of them's going to show up, well, right? Let me just, like there's no there's
3: no doubt to me that like Will Smith is going to cameo in this movie. So, like I know I know that like they're saying he's not, but I I right. don't I feel like I'm not going to believe that some somebody's not going to be in this movie.
0: What if Dan Aykroyd cameos as a taxi driver I'm just putting <laughs> that out there okay <laughs> couple straight thoughts a thought chris hemsworth was really funny i love when he wakes up from the meditation thing where he's like where he's just sleeping and he's like oh it's time for lunch he's like it's 9 30 and he goes and he doesn't say it's taco tuesday he says tuesday day. is taco day i don't know why that made me laugh yeah like i just like it um the <laughs> The trailer ends with Chris Hemsworth throwing a hammer at an alien and he catches it, which is kind of. I mean, you could say like they didn't have to do that, but like everybody's already thinking it.
1: Yeah, right. Right. It shows the like the style or the sense of humor of the movie, like which it's that's it's self-aware. Dude, if there's a
0: Ghostbusters joke in there, I will be.
1: Dude, I liked Jake' your idea of uh, the different Chris Hemsworth like crossing over, and I feel like that could almost be a pitch for our like the second half of our show. <laughs> where, yeah, exactly. We're like, Kevin exists with this character from Kevin Men in Black with in Thor. Black.
2: I just, want, I
3: just want it to be Kevin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I would it. like that.
0: Um, I think... Okay. Sony's kind of on a roll right now. Uh, Venom uh, was a huge hit. Into the Spider Verse,
1: mm-hmm. despite what we would have said, hey. or have said about it. Yeah. Despite
0: what we think about it, the movie, right? The, movie the movies made... doing. I don't think um, it, okay. internationally,
3: the movie Interna- it's doing great. It's doing great, but I don't think I would say Sony's on a roll. Because
0: I because
1: we I've have one well, good movie.
0: No,
3: but it's we have one super, good movie it's
1: got so it's,
0: far. But. They're on a roll. I'm gonna keep it's saying so, okay. it. Okay, uh, still a roll. It's still a roll. They're trying. They're trying to get on. They're on. Starting a, they're it's like starting. a they're roll.
1: They're starting.
0: Slow roll. They're getting to- up on the ball. That's Into what's the happening. The Spider Verse is being universally uh, praised. People are calling it movie of the year. We're about to talk about it. like um, so are you talking about me or other people? I think that Men in Black is going to be a big hit. The reaction today, was, like I went and, after I watched the. Uh, the Men in Black trailer today, I went back and watched the first Ghostbusters trailer um, for Answer the Call, mainly because I think torture is a really positive mental... Mr. Masochist? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I I like hating things. No, no, no. I went back and watched the original trailer uh, and I would say the new Men in Black trailer is the exact opposite of everything in the Ghostbusters Answer the Call trailer. Like, this trailer had jokes put in in ways that made sense, but it kept the action going. If you watch that first Answer the Call trailer, it's very stop and go and and stop and go. And they don't use the Ghostbusters song. And I think Mm -hmm. it's underrated all these years later.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Why they don't use Ray Parker Jr.'s, the theme song to the movie. Yeah. There is only one theme song to Ghostbusters, right? There's only mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other songs related to Ghostbusters. I mean there's
1: Flip City and we would argue that that's a better song, but it's not <laughs>
0: But I'm just saying, I thought yeah. I I there I was getting Okay, I'm just going to say it. If I see one person start saying that the Men in Black trailer is the same level of quality or worse than the answer to the call because Who's it is saying that nobody yet if but they
1: do then we need to get them on. The i've got like five us.
0: people in mind of people who i could totally talking see. About naysayers i could see people being like well this is why they answer the call like i could just see it already I'm getting a little feisty i was well, jealous go for it as a ghostbusters fan i was jealous of this trailer
1: Yeah, I literally, that was the first thing I jotted down was, am I the only one who compares every Sony trailer to Answer the Call? Like, as soon as you see that pop up, you always see, like, a skyline, and it just takes me right back to watching Ghostbusters for the first time. And this trailer treats the franchise and that original Men in Black material with reverence, and we watched the old Men in Black trailer uh, after watching Answer the Call trailer, too and comparing the new men in black trailer to the old one it hits the same notes and it like pays homage in very respectful <laughs> ways. And like, there's all the stuff you want from men in black is in that new trailer, just like the old one. And then you fucking watch that ghostbusters answer the call trailer. Yeah. Just like you said, it's like a,
3: but, but listen, it's because of ghostbusters that this is looking right. It's you true. Know that. It's yeah. true. Like, there's it's no, it the wasn't, things. if it wasn't for ghostbusters falling on the sword, then <laughs> Dude, we would yes. still be getting bullshit. Like this it, would like be this Would just be this awful. would be
0: the twenty-one Jump Street men in
3: black.
1: We be the call. Yeah, I'm doubt we've.
0: Jake and I talked about that. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. An- Answer the call is more than likely in the long run going to lead to more positive franchise filmmaking from Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think it opened a lot of eyes to like the right and wrong way to continue. Um, listen. Look at Leprechaun Returns. The Force Awakens of the Leprechaun franchise. Exactly. They yeah. did it right.
2: Now, good quote. What
0: I loved about Men in Black uh, International is that at first, I love the cast. I love Liam Neeson, love Chris Hemsworth, Tessa mm-hmm. Thompson. Um, it brings you back into a world that I'm familiar with, that I have fond memories of. All of the updated gear, like it feels like, like oh, I can buy this as a men in black weapon or a men in black car or whatever. Like it, it, it just, it took me in, in a way that was respectful to the legacy of the franchise. Yeah. And in, at no point did I go, man, I really wish Will Smith was in this. Like I love lo- Will yeah, Smith.
3: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And it also like, isn't it weird? When, when did the last men in black come out? Ooh,
0: 10 12, something like so, that. So like it's been the, six, the, seven, eight years.
3: The best part to me about this trailer is like whenever they're in the headquarters, even though it's like the international headquarters or whatever, or no, it's not. It's the same. She walks into the same Battery Park headquarters. It just looks the same. It yeah. looks exactly the same. Yep. He's sitting at a desk. The fucking weird little worm aliens walk by, dude. I love and I'm those. like, oh, I'm like, oh, cool. They didn't. They didn't say, hey, this is. Twenty years later, we got to update it. It just looked exactly the same, right, and right. that yes. to me is the best part about it.
0: Here is yeah, my question so that I it. want to put out there: Tessa Thompson's character, she says she's. It's taken her twenty years. Obviously, she she knew about the Men in Black. She's been trying to figure it out. The question is, why? Is she?
1: You're talking about a legacy link. Is lineage? she
0: possibly related to Will Smith's character?
3: Oh, is she, is that, she that his is daughter? definitely a chance.
1: Yeah, remember the whole. The whole speech
0: that Tommy Lee Jones gives to Will Smith when he's wearing like his uh, his Shaq kamikaze shoes and his like orange jumpsuit or whatever, yeah. and he's like, you're going to have to leave everything behind, leave your family. Like, I don't know if he even had a family or whatever, but what I'm saying is, could there be a family connection between her and Will sure. Smith's character? It's yeah, possible. I guess so. Sure,
1: possible. yeah. I mean, I'd like there to be. That sounds great, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I, I, f- I figured either something like that, or they're going to do... They're gonna do one of these things, which could also be a way to throw a cameo in there in like a, a tasteful way is to have her be present at something from one of the first yeah. two movies. Yeah. Like she's there watching it and you know, they don't oh, they don't like catch that. her with the, you know, neuralizer or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And, that is cool. That's what that's what I wanna see. That's like, a yeah.
1: Immediate connection. Because how, yeah, how like old Tessa
0: Thompson probably twenty seven, twenty eight. So she would be like a she'd be somewhere between the ages of like five and nine years old during the first yeah. Men in Black. So mm-hmm. so it adds up, um, and uh, cool. So I'm very excited about it. I'm glad that people are into it. The react. It's so funny. The reaction was overwhelmingly positive, and the reaction to the pictures from the Aladdin. Uh, movie was over- <laughs> oh, overwhelmingly. Dude, I
1: wonder how Will Smith is doing. We should get him on here to do a stress.
0: What is Will Smith's stress? How is he doing? He picked Suicide Squad over Independence Day 2. Both of those were terrible, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. Uh, now they came out and said that the genie will be blue in the <laughs> movie. Okay. Like- and what so impact, is he going right? to look
3: the same and just be blue?
0: I don't know. Ryan Dole, he messaged me and he called me names and said that the genie's look in this new Aladdin movie is based on that of the, the Broadway play. And my reaction to that is this is a fucking remake of a cartoon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell
3: the- you what,
0: I'll tell you what.
3: So yeah, Ryan, if you. this, if this isn't what the genie is going to look like in the movie, then maybe don't put it in your fucking magazine and label it, you know, first look
2: on the cover. Like, yeah.
3: Why? Why show us something that's it's just not going to look like that? Right. I don't. I don't get that. Right. Like it's that's a weird. You want our first, you know, reactions, the first thing we see, mm-hmm. and then you know when everyone talks about how fucking stupid it looks.
0: You're like, oh yeah, but this isn't actually what it's going to
3: look like in the movie. Get I'll, the fuck out of here! I'll say with this:
0: that. I, I'm yeah. not a diehard Aladdin fan. I really kind of could care less about that movie. Didn't really like it as a kid, but I thought that Jasmine and Aladdin, yeah, looked fine. They look great. They look like real life versions, versions of those of characters. But like, yeah. the genie is like, like it, to me, it's like. I'm trying to think of what a... Uh, okay, let's say there was um, the Lion King trailer. No, that doesn't really work. I'm trying to think of another Disney... Uh, okay, when they put out the old, uh, whatchamacallit, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. if like... I got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. I literally have nothing. Beast is like small. I'm
3: going to, we don't have to keep talking about it, but I'm going to say what I said in group therapy. Thank God. Yeah. Jake is saving me right now. It looks like bad community theater. Like all three of the costumes, it just looks like.
1: Underwhelming is. This is all we can afford. Yeah. That's
3: what it looks like. It screams like, Hey, please watch us do Aladdin. It's not going to be good. Yeah. It might be all, it might be awesome. But it looks dumb right now. Yeah, show me a show me
0: an actual trailer. Mm-hmm. Thank God you guys saved me from that. Because mm-hmm. in my head I was like Flounder, no, no, he's fine.
2: <laughs> well, I was like, what if Flounder was just the like an
0: actual friend. Flounder? I'm like oh, that might actually be okay. That's uh, fine. That's what uh, it is. That'd be fine. And that'd I was like, okay, what if the Beast from Beauty and the Beast was like not not as beastly? Like, no, that doesn't really work. <laughs> doesn't work. The genie is a big, larger-than-life, blue genie. Yes. Okay? Now, I get that Will Smith has a larger-than-life personality. I will give him that. He used to.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm he saying. He used to. Guys. He doesn't like, have a very what, what,
0: good track record anymore.
3: Bright
1: on Netflix?
0: Oh, you had to bring... We've gone three years without talking about Bright on Netflix.
1: Yeah. I don't need to talk about it. I haven't actually seen it all but. It didn't do that well, and yeah, I don't know how he's... Guys,
0: I love our I love our mm. show. I just want to say that.
1: Yeah, I don't like this look, y'all.
0: We're calling you out, Will Smith.
1: Yeah. multimillionaire Multi-millionaire, successful dudes.
3: rapper, writer, director, actor. Yeah. Hey. Whatever. Your movies suck.
0: Yeah, yeah. you fresh, not-so-fresh prince. Mm-hmm. Stale. <laughs> the stale prince of Bel-Air. Burn. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's talk about Spider-Verse. Yeah. I Am Legend sucked. Yeah, let's talk about Spider-Verse.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked I Am Legend. Ooh! let see I Am Legend. Pretend um,
0: I didn't do that. Um, oh, no, no, no. I was thinking of I Am Sam.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, Spider-Verse. Different. It, into the, spider-verse. In, it's, in, enter the it, Spider-Verse. Enter the Spider-Verse. Enter the
2: Spider-Verse. Enter the Spider-Verse.
0: I don't... Listen, it's fucking awesome. What, what, there's really not much else to say. If you haven't seen it, go see it. What are you waiting for?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like that song, uh-huh. What Are You Waiting For?
1: I waited. I didn't see it on, we usually see movies on opening night yeah. um, or at least on the Friday after that, but I had to wait till Monday because of work. And dude, this, yeah, this movie, like, I I think it might be my favorite movie of the year right now. I'm not sure. It completely, like, knocked me on my ass when I was watching it. Um, I'm, like, obsessed and I really want to go see it again. So I don't know how you guys felt, but I, I was so blown away.
0: Yep. Jake, what'd you think? Yeah.
3: Sir? Oh, boy. This movie is so good that it makes me mad at other movies. Yeah. That's how I feel about the Men in
0: Black trailer. Mm -hmm.
2: It's like... (laughs) It
3: it, it, it almost makes me mad at Sony because I'm like, hold on. What the fuck is happening? Like, we... Spider-Man has been... He's been through it. There has been so many depictions of Spider-Man... There, you know, there's like the, the, the Sony, uh, amazing Spider-Man movies were so bad that they canceled the third one Yeah, mm-hmm. and had to like loan their character to Marvel. So Marvel can, you know, and it was like mm. this big, exciting day when Marvel got Spider-Man and they made homecoming and it was like Schindler showing up with the list and, <laughs> and it's and and everything Marvel has done with Spider-Man has been good. But then it's like, but then it's like, did Sony get mad? Were they like, they're like, okay, we need to, we need to show them up or something. Because like, what the fuck is happening? Part of it makes me, part of it makes me wonder if it's because it's animated that they have, I think, I think, uh, um, corporations or, or executives or whoever's behind, you know, decisions are, I think, I feel like they, they, feel like animated movies are less important or they don't care as much. So they'll let, they'll let you do anything in an animated movie that maybe they wouldn't let you put, you know, in the amazing Spider-Man or something. Yeah. They, 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 they try to fill their live action movies with like, it's gotta have this in it. It's gotta yeah. have these big.
1: Yeah. And, and that and then when they let like more creativity comes around because of that, because yeah. they're allowed to do more. And, yeah.
3: And then when they let two good writers, write a fucking movie and let like, just let them do it, I'm like, look how fucking... Is this the best superhero movie ever made? Is is a fucking animated Spider-Man movie the best? Su- is this better than 10 years of Avengers movies? It might be. It's very fucking good. It's I'd funny. rather watch
1: it than it's, those. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's
3: just like... They somehow managed to... There's a lot of shit happening in this movie. There's, like, deaths in this movie. There's family shit. There's... In any other movie you would say there's way too many fucking characters. There's six villains in this movie. There's like seven or eight other main characters, but this movie somehow is able to uh fit it all in and treat it in a way where it all makes sense. Nothing gets lost. And I'm like, "Why why can't anybody else do this? Why can't why can't other movies do this? I don't get it."
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right, Jake. I think that um Here's what I would say is the best part about this movie. You do not have to be that well-versed in Spider-Man, Spider-Man lore, modern or old-school Spider-Man comics to come into the... Because what it does is it, in a purposeful and meaningful way, breaks from the action to explain and give you, like the most creative and entertaining exposition for each character that I've ever seen in any movie. And what I love about it, what the most surprising thing to me is the movie feels like a comic book come to life.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: The animation is, I can't even describe what it is. It's like,
1: it's like entirely different species. Like the movie feels completely fresh and nothing you've ever seen.
0: And the way it plays out and the way that you see the different panels on the screen and the the dialogue and then the inner dialogue and then the, the bubbles like everything yeah. it plays out like a comic book come to life in a way that no movie I've ever watched actually has and it's surprising to me that nobody's attempted something like this
1: before mm-hmm. but which go for it. it's like well it was handed like quite a challenge because that movie introduces so many characters and so many villains like Jay pointed out but they fit their origin stories in in a way that you relate so quickly to them that it's It it's incredible that they do that. Like it's a live action in my opinion.
0: I think it goes into the movie, like understanding that most people have the basic idea of Spider-Man. Like the average everyday moviegoer who's gonna sit down and actually go to this movie knows Peter Parker, has probably seen at least one of the previous Spider-Man movies, knows the origin story, and I think with that you you kind of leap into it and you just start like the Miles Morales character has been around for a while. They do an incredible job, like the dynamic between him and his dad right off the bat, all of the family stuff like Jake talked about. Oh, we don't want to like, we don't have to give everything away if you haven't seen it, but like it's it was a movie going experience that-
1: Delighted the fuck out of me. Like from the beginning when you're introduced to Miles' character and his dad, when Miles is in his room and like you see the posters behind him, there's a Chance the Rapper poster, but- This is like a little Easter egg in our universe. Chance the Rapper wears like a number three hat as a signature. But in the poster, it's a number four. And I literally started clapping. Like when I saw that, I got very excited. And they show it several times throughout the rest of the movie. But there's all those little tiny things that it it just it connects with you. And also at that moment in the beginning when Miles is like singing to like loosen up and how that gets called back later on in the movie. There's some extremely good writing going on and some really good storytelling. So, yeah, um, it, it's that. gonna
0: the, hopefully we'll get a bunch uh, uh, more of these movies in in this universe. What I love though is like when we talk about why it's so good, um, it it to me, I don't know the entire backstory of this movie, but I know they've been working on it for a couple years. It was created and worked on by people who have strong storytelling chops, strong reverence for the characters and the source material. Obviously, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were involved. Those guys. Time and time again, the thing that I love about Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and there's a lot of other people involved in this movie, but I want to focus on these two for a second, is that everything they've done, I've enjoyed, and I always say the same thing. Wow. I'm very surprised by not only how much I enjoyed it, but just... The way they approached it. So I said that after the Lego movie.
2: Mm -hmm. I said
0: that uh, after 21 Jump Street. And then again after 22 Jump Street. Yeah. And and I said it after this movie. And listen.
1: It's like a non-chronological way of storytelling. Like they do a lot of flips and twists and things that you wouldn't anticipate. And it's like a pleasant surprise.
0: It is a pleasant surprise. And I think we, we all know that they were hired to do solo. And we all know that they were let go from that movie. All I'm saying is that maybe Lucasfilm should have seen it through and just trust that they were going to be able to yeah. do something really special.
1: Whatever their vision was, was absolutely lost, especially if it's like they had a big thing, a big structure in mind, and then were kicked off. We got whatever the weird leftover parts are. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. And I, and I feel like that, I feel like ultimately it negatively affected Solo because, Jake, you know, you are talking a little while ago about the... the the mentality of approaching a, a an animated movie and a live-action movie, with these live-action movies, it's very much like an algorithm. You have to hit this, this, and this. You have to make sure that this happens, that these actors have this much involvement, and the story mm-hmm. does A, B, and C. And, you can, and I think, in a lot of ways, it's why The Last Jedi is so surprising because The Last Jedi, love it or hate it, isn't really boilerplate. It does a lot of things... It fucks
1: back against the norms yeah. and like flips the script. Um,
0: and I don't know, it worked so, out
2: for it, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> in like a really good way. Just
0: like, all I'm saying is, I like Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They've got a long mm. relationship with mm-hmm. Sony, and get them on Ghostbusters. That's all I'm saying. Animated, live action, I don't care. Let them direct a fucking claymation Ghostbusters. I don't care. I'll watch that. Oh, uh, we definitely. But um, watch it. so yeah, the movie. No matter how
1: long it takes to. Um,
0: Spider Verse is great. I do want to give the credit. To the creators and the directors and the animators and Ryan Dole, Ryan Dole,
1: yeah, animation
0: yeah. coordinator, good friend of the podcast. Ryan Dole, mm-hmm. who was just giving shit mm-hmm. about a ladder, very early. cool. Um, because Amy Pascal produced this movie, and we all know it wasn't her. The it's not the executives. The the best thing that the the top level people at Sony did was just let this movie get made in a in a way that the creators wanted to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that it could have gone a lot of other directions. I was looking at an interview with Amy Pascal. I was reading it, and she was talking. Obviously, if anybody doesn't know who she is, she used to be the head of Sony. There was the whole email hack. She she now still produces at Sony, but she's not um, in a leadership role. And, uh, you know, she's made some questionable decisions. She is the one who brought Paul Feig on and basically, I'll just say it, under a, a kind of... Underhandedly, you know, sidestepped Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman and just went ahead and, and, and got Answer the Call made uh, with little involvement or as little involvement as possible uh, because Ghost Core was still, who cares? We've talked about it a million times.
3: All I'm saying <laughs> is, I uh, like my favorite parts of the episodes are now when Craig uh, inevitably uh, just talks about Answer the Call all over again yeah, and, yeah. and I know. I know. just fucking yeah. compares oh, ready everything for... to it.
0: You ever pick a scab over and over? Yeah, it just (laughs) never heals. So anyways, but I was reading an interview with her and she was talking about how she wants, she's like, like, you know, this animated universe that we're doing, it's its completely own different thing. I mean, look at the Green Goblin versus our old Green Goblin. And I was like, that's what you took out of it? The Green Goblin? Like, you're talking about James Franco or uh, Willem Dafoe at this point? Yeah. Like, that shit's, like... There's a million reasons why this enter into the spider verse is amazing. It has nothing to do with the green goblin,
1: absolutely nothing. It just makes
0: me feel like they don't have a real understanding of why something works and why something doesn't. And honestly, that's what scares me the most. Because the people
1: working on it loved it and like stuffed it full of goodies, like all those posters, like when you're looking at the downtown area, like the Seth Rogen, hold your horses. Yeah, Times Square. That shit's funny. Yeah, Times Square. Dude, you know what that is? It's what I wanted Ghostbusters Answer the Call, the Times Square scenes that we saw. Like, God, to go me, back to
0: that episode where we're examining I'm, like, all the billboards. Speculating
1: bellboards. about Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking Spider-Verse delivers like, on all that stuff that you want it yeah. to. And for the
0: people who keep saying, you know, and I don't know if anybody said this, but I, I was talking about it uh, with Jake the other day, and I was like, you know, we keep saying we're the number one Leprechaun podcast, and we're the number one uh, Child's Play podcast, we would love to be the number one Ghostbusters podcast, but there's
1: nothing to fucking talk about. <laughs> nothing.
3: To talk. We've 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 hit it. We've hit it all. Done it
0: all. But yes. 2019 is coming.
1: Oh, guys, it's going to be huge. It's going to be
0: totally huge. Isn't okay?
1: Sci-Fi doing like a Ghostbusters weekend or? Yeah, Jake. Something? Did you see
0: that? What? Did... Sci-Fi Channel announced in January they're doing Ghostbusters weekend, where basically they're just going to play Ghostbusters one and two like throughout the weekend. Oh, okay. Um, But there's like a new song, and uh, GhostbustersNews.com posted it up. This guy did a new like rap song for Ghostbusters, and it coincides with the first two movies, and uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty
2: fun. Is it okay? Yeah. It's
0: it's not. It's like it's It's not bad. It's not bad. It's 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 fun. I mean, it's rapping about. Those movies and it like it interjects parts of the movies into the song, like Do-Re, Egon. <laughs> Does it probably. feel like it to to me,
3: like what you're explaining sounds a lo- like it sounds a lot like you know, the soundtrack for Ghostbusters too, and if, if it's anything like that, then it I'm in It
0: sounds into- like it could have been a lost track from the soundtrack yeah. of Ghostbusters yeah. too. Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh,
1: So check it out. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean listen, Spider Verse, I wanna see it again because there's so much happening in the movie. It's easy to miss out on stuff. Um, but I loved it. And I, yeah, that's
1: how I felt. I, like was, the... I
0: walked out, I was like, cool, 10 out of 10.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and I like that it, when there's moments in a movie, like the sequence when you're introduced to all the different spider people, I guess, um, it happens so rapid fire. I was laughing so hard that not only did I cry, but like when I was done laughing, I was like, I, I think I missed jokes because of laughing, so I want to go back and see it again. And that's Jake. a good feeling.
2: yeah.
0: How good was Nicolas Cage in this movie?
3: Man, Nicolas Cage is one of those guys who like – you know, he, he's kind of gotten this big – for a while he, he was a bad actor. And yeah, he's done a lot of bad stuff. But you also – if you read any interviews with him, he like – there there were these articles going out. We could we could you know what we could and we should do an entire episode on just like the life of Nicolas Cage and the the Let's weird acting choices and everything. But he's always great, I think. Like he's got a he's got a very cool sounding voice. He's always fun, and I really love that he was in this. I, I think he should be in more for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean they should give him his own movie. Like
1: all of these um I would watch a solo movie for every single one of those characters that was yeah. in.
0: And they already announced they're doing a female fronted movie with Gwen Stacy, which Dude. is like, go for it. Yes. Um, John, Mulaney, John Mulaney as uh, Spider-Ham, mm-hmm. Peter Parker, yeah. was like yeah. gut-busting, laugh-out-loud funny.
2: Yeah.
0: And it shouldn't have been. It should have been like, well, this is kind of stupid. But it totally... It just worked. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. you're so bought in by that point that you're just like, okay. Even... When they go to, okay, one of my hardest laughs in the movie is when they go to Aunt May's and they go back to the shack and uh, the Spider-Man from the other universe is like, oh yeah I got I got one of these little sheds where I can like keep my stuff
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and see, they go that. in and it's like an elevator down and it's like a bat yeah, cave almost and like
1: uh, yeah. Spider Gwen gives Aunt May like this look of like man this is awesome I love that whole part too it's awesome it's great
0: it's good stuff um, so yeah go see it a ringing endorsement from Yes Have mm-hmm. Some podcast I give it five stars
1: five stars ten out of ten the soundtrack is amazing soundtrack really good, good. yeah cool. going back to see it
0: cool any other thoughts on Spider-Verse we're hitting yes. some topics. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We've in retro. Here we go. We've talked about Men in Black.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've talked about Aladdin. Sure mm-hmm. did. We've talked about Spider Verse.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. We're
0: about to talk about our own pitches for universes. Yes. Have some verse. Mm-hmm. But first,
1: yes,
0: mm-hmm. we got to talk about another universe.
1: Ooh. I'm talking mm-hmm.
0: about the Adventures of Duke Legrange. Oh yeah. There you go.
1: This is where the music starts. Dilly,
0: dilly, dilly. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Adventures of Duke LaGrange, the new book series by debut author JK listener of Yes Have Some Podcast. He's becoming a friend of the podcast. He's been in yeah. group therapy. I like yeah. this guy. Give me it. a t-shirt.
1: Yeah. You're my friend. So.
0: Um, now are you going to cut the sleeves off that shirt? Yes. <laughs> you are.
1: Yeah, once it's warm outside.
0: Oh the shirt's No, want. the shirt's always
1: wrong. I'm going to wait till it's very
0: warm up. How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja is the first of a three-book trilogy. The second two books, How to Win at Pit Fighting with a Drunk Space Ninja and How to Save the Universe with a Drunk Space Ninja, all available now wherever books are sold. Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, and I just was on Amazon. The reviews are good. All five stars, which... I know people like those five star reviews, okay? I like them. Um, <laughs> right now, you can get a deal on Amazon for the three pack on Kindle for $12.97. Dang.
1: That's
0: a deal. Huh. Three books, yeah. $12.97. Yeah. You're practically dumb for not doing it.
1: For real. And I know about shopping because <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of it and I can't talk about it on Yes Have Some podcasts.
0: I love Christmas. Me too. It's a science fiction comedy novel about bounty hunter Duke Lagrange and his often liberated Japanese-Irish ninja companion Ishiro Shia entering their favorite watering hole Cyborg Joe's Grill and Go in the Why not Saloon. They had no idea that they would soon be gobbled up by an unhinged astral anomaly and deposited on an uncharted, primitive world. It goes from there, folks. So, if you want to support the efforts and the journey and the joy the, artistic, the joy of the journey. The joy of the journey. Of the YHS listeners out there, please check out this series by J. Key. Uh, he's a really good guy. He's a very talented writer. We're very happy to help him out get the word out uh, on this series, The Adventures of Deep Rage. And I, I know I said I was gonna start reading it, but I I really am. You're
1: ready to love it. I've been so
0: busy! I'm a busy person. Dude, I basically I don't know what like your 500 cookies
1: was. yesterday. You did I'm, of I am cookies. busy.
0: Um, check it out How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja is book one then we've got How to Win at Pit Fighting with a Drunk Space Ninja and How to Save the Universe with a Drunk Space Ninja How to Save the Ghostbusters Universe With a, I, I would love to get the Drunk Space Ninja bring him to Culver City at mm-hmm. FanFest and be like listen man we gotta save this thing
1: mm-hmm. yes have some
0: and J. Key save Ghostbusters
1: and Pick Up Women Together. Hey,
0: how do you pick up... Abby, here's a question. Yeah? How do you pick up women in the Ghostbusters universe? I mean,
1: you just tell them their hair smells pretty. And, you know, compliment them. Uh, You know, make sure you have some Thorazine. Just kidding. Don't do that. It's pretty easy, honestly. You just strike up a conversation. Maybe do a quote. uh, I'm always down for a quote.
0: Down for a quote. I like that. Cool. You're welcome. Thank you. Are you guys ready to uh, get going on the YHS into the YHS verse?
1: Oh, I'm ready.
0: All right, so, like we said earlier, we were all on such a spiritual high after Spider-Man that we got our brains going and said, what if we could do this with other franchises that we love? What if we could have a little, what did you call this, fan fiction? Yeah. Friend yeah, fiction? I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Have we ever done fan fiction before?
1: I think it's every uh, week that we talk. I think
3: you've done enough... Uh, like Ghostbusters slash Dan Aykroyd fanfiction for Ooh. the world.
1: Hey, but Jake, have we done enough?
0: Yeah.
3: Because we're
1: about to do some more. We're about to do some more. <laughs> <laughs> Both Craig and I are about to do a lot more. Um. Okay,
0: cool. So, we have not disclosed our ideas ahead of time. I have a feeling this will be long-winded and full of laughs, maybe tears. So grab a soda, grab a Mountain Dew. Do people still drink Mountain Dew?
1: Yeah,
0: I hope. Code Red. Uh, I'm not sure. sure. Jake, did you ever dream on Uh Baja Blast.
1: Ooh, you're talking my language.
0: You're taco belling mm-hmm. my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Tuesday's taco day.
1: Tuesday's yep. taco day.
0: Um, cool. Yes. Well, uh, Baja Blast is a. Um, very bad version of regular Mountain Dew I would say not
1: true you like it (laughs) it's (laughs) delicious and the color's good and it's kind of like yeah I love Baja Blast you know what it is it's a nice little that's the only kind
0: of Mountain Dew I like okay -hmm. I used to uh, drink Mountain Dew by the pitcher Ooh. oh wow yeah my stomach started hurting for like a year I went through like a phase I don't know why that's so funny to me (laughs) it started hurting Uh, for one year All right, here we go Jacob Walsh Uh, this was your brainchild. Yeah. Okay? okay. You built this nuclear bomb. You're getting the Enola Gay. You're flying to Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Am you I going drop, first? You're dropping this bomb. Dude, yes. Oh, Jump. Boy. Also, let's not sleep on those World War II references. <laughs> I, just you. I was like, you would have made like... a Schindler's <laughs> List reference.
1: World yeah. uh, War II is, is big in this episode. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It's doing good. Yeah. All
0: right, Jay, quit stalling.
1: Oh my god! Cool.
3: So, first of all, um, I I, I chose X Men. Okay, uh, cool. is my I have a couple. I have a couple like honorable mentions that we'll 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 do later. But um, yeah, I chose the fucking X Men, man. I I think, um, first of all, it's another comic book series, and the art itself is it just it's perfect for that kind of a story. Like, it's perfect for Spider Man. Spider Man has crossover with the X Men. It would be it makes complete sense, especially since, um, you know, the X-Men movies are are kind of in a weird place right now. Um, they're making, uh, a third in this. So like this weird thing happened with the X-Men where they have that original trilogy and then they start, they kind of started over and like kind of rebooted it, but they have like, but it's not a reboot because it's got some of the same, you know, there's, yeah, a, there's right. a lot of there's a lot of weirdness happening. They're making one more movie. And I don't know if like there are plans to wrap it up after that. But I know since, you know, um, all these like Sony deals and, you know, things have shifted and Marvel is possibly like able to use X-Men now if they want. So who knows what's going to happen?
2: Okay. Yeah. Which you so since,
3: far. But since that's ending or the or the third in the new trilogy is happening Dark um, Phoenix. Yeah, the Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. saga. Like it would make to me it makes sense to to kind of like reintroduce the X-Men maybe in a way that's a little more accurate to the X-Men. Um there there's some stuff that the movies have got pretty, you know, right, but it would be amazing to just see like classic X-Men. And I mean like you can go there's so many there's so many different teams of X-Men that, that have existed and it existed at the same time that they could easily do a film. And it doesn't even have to be like you can go different ways. It doesn't have to be like a universe crossover film. Like you can you can keep the style of Spider-Verse and the style, as far as like the writing and animation and direction, and make a good X Men movie that doesn't have it doesn't have to evolve like riffs in time, but there are enough X Men characters who you know travel through. I mean, we just saw. You know, Deadpool 2 who has cable who travels yeah. through time and, and 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 speaking of Deadpool 2 like the X-force is an you know an offshoot of the X-Men so they could do they're like they I, I tried to I was like racking my brain trying to think like which story would I want to see like if they did if they did an X-Men movie what would I want it to be like and and the the good thing about X-Men is there's like so there's so much of it. There's and there's like, who I I have so many notes on X Men in front of me right now. Um,
2: Go there for it. Do there it, yeah. are
3: a few. There are a few stories that are pretty out there. Um, uh, you guys remember in Deadpool whenever um, Shatterstar shows up and he's like, "I'm from Mojo World." Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Mojo is a is a pretty major villain in the X Men universe, and he's this like, he's this weird. Um, ugly giant alien who can't walk and has to sit in a chair and he rules this universe called mojo world and it's all based on like television so he has these like he'll, he'll like kidnap you throw you in a room that's kind of like a a game show but a game show where you can be killed in in like a hundred scary ways and stuff, mm-hmm. and he and like he sits in his room and he watches. You know, it's like, and and at one point the X Men end up, you know, in this world, and he he turns the X Men into babies at one point. Now that's and, what I want to say. And I like they're this. all like, like where are you going? They're all in these different, you know tv shows having to like fight for their lives this literally
0: sounds like the twilight zone movie
3: yeah yeah it kind of is but it's it's such an insane premise but it's like you know what in in an animated movie like spider-verse like something like that would work like you you don't have to worry about like that's one of the things that has been kind of like a tightrope that the uh superhero movies have to walk is like keeping it grounded enough to seem real and reality
1: but that's the with the, there's there's no confines there's no like uh parameters exactly. or like rules or whatever with animation that's why comic books exist so that you can see like crazy space battles and like it just the kind Gosh. of shit that you wouldn't be able to see i, I gotta
0: guess, start reading yeah, comics absolutely. exactly i really do there, there's also so
3: one one story that i also thought would be pretty cool that would bring in multiple uh Uh, teams is that like one of the original when you when you talk about the original x-men it's it's a it's a very small team it was like you got professor xavier cyclops uh gene gray who's uh who i think is going going by marvel girl at the time like beast before he's big and blue uh and angel it's like a very small team and um they ended up at one point in the comics uh, going off to this remote island because they they like sensed there was a mutant there, so they went to find them, and and in doing so, found out the entire island was like alive.
1: Okay, and gotcha. It, and it
3: like it like captures them and keeps them there, and it's like feeding off of them. Hmm. Um. So I mean, Charles.
2: Keep going.
0: No, you're
3: good. Keep going. So the 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 plot here is that Charles Xavier has to kind of recruit a new team to go get the old team and and the team he recruits ends up being uh you know a few a, a few of the x-men are you know it, he brings in like storm uh wolverine for that that's the first time wolverine is uh in a, a comic book or it's not mm-hmm. not a comic book but it's the first time he's in the x-men mm-hmm. and and that that team becomes like the new x-men team that a lot of people you know uh, are, are very familiar with, so I was like, that that would be a cool animated film. You get mm-hmm. two teams of the X Men, uh, two different kind of eras.
0: I mean, um, yeah. with, with X Men is similar to Spider Man. There's so much to draw from that if you got the right creative team in there, you yeah. could you could do anything. Like you, you could, could
3: literally do anything. And I mean, the X Men have so much crossover with, you know. Anybody, the the entire Marvel universe, the fantastic, like you can even bring in the Fantastic Four, which is Whoa. Um, which is a big, big world that a lot of Marvel fans love. But it has never been done right
2: mm-hmm. or
3: even like gotten further than, you know, that last Fantastic Four movie did awful. and It, it never it never yeah. saw a sequel, even though Michael B. Jordan was in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I'm gonna- I think you have a really legitimate pitch, Jake, honestly, like I, I see it. Working, it's something that I would watch. Um, I I do have a ton to play with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: say this right now. This is probably impossible. Fox obviously owns all the rights, or did own all the rights to the X Men and the Fantastic Four. Marvel has all the rights to the characters that they have. Sony owns the Spider Man characters. If there is a way to keep building on the Spider Verse. And keep Sony keeps doing sequels and then just like how Marvel has Spider-Man on loan for the live action movies what if the Spider-Verse was able to borrow some of those Marvel characters or Fox characters now and bring them into the the animated world mm-hmm. and and Sony could start building out like a Marvel a cinematic Marvel animated universe in conjunction in conjunction with the other like that would be be great that'd be great and that would be something like that would be something that you would think marvel wouldn't
3: be too upset about because the fact that one is completely animated it's like you're not stepping on their toes as much as you know an exec might think mm -hmm. they are and i don't
0: think i haven't really heard anything about marvel having any plans of their own all i'm saying is that if if sony came to marvel now that marvel owns fox and was like hey we want to bring in some X Men characters or some Avengers into the Spider Verse, like, and we've got the same team working. Yeah, on it.
1: that's the selling point like, right there. What,
0: why not? Like, what why would wouldn't you do that?
2: that? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, and especially
3: like the thing. One of the big things for me is that. Um. Comic books, the costumes—they're always so like the X Men costumes are really iconic to me, and it's one of the things like growing up watching you know the animated series, um, like those costumes. It's like you really want to see that Spider Man. We get Spider Man's costume. He's in his he's in his costume or variations of it in every single movie. Uh, The Avengers, half of them are in their costumes, half are in you know completely new things. But it's like the X Men. We have, you know, how many X-Men movies at this point? 7 or 8. Well, you and got the cl-
0: the original trilogy, and then you've got First Class, Days of Future Past, and then Apocalypse. The- there's Apocalypse. There's six. Six of those. And then three Wolverine seven. movies.
3: There's the Wolverine movies, there's 2 Deadpool and, and then Deadpool movies. And you know what? The closest that we've ever gotten to like an actual comic book uh Uh, x-men costume is like in deadpool in the deadpool movies and and Mm -hmm. that just doesn't sit right to me and that is another thing about a costume that is completely outrageous looks fine in print or in a cartoon but if Mm. you try to put it in a movie sometimes it doesn't work sometimes it's just people saying it won't work. Let's put them in leather and that ends up looking worse. Mm-hmm. But if you did, you know, an animated movie like this, everybody can be in their classic nice costumes and it will just it will just make my heart grow three sizes bigger to watch mm-hmm. that happen.
1: Yeah, some of the trickier more difficult he to is a stuff that I knew it <laughs> I knew it <laughs> Uh, I love it. I, yeah, I know. I think that's like a legitimately good idea.
0: I think th- I think there's the X-Men universe is uh very worthy of of exploring something similar. Um just because I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert, but there's so much you can do and it like Spider-Man yeah. most people are familiar enough with the the material to, to like, it's not like you'd have to reintroduce who the X-Men were. You could just kind of go into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you don't
3: have to do any of that. And there's also, like, there's so many stories and there's so many villains and allies and other, you know, offshoots of yeah. the X-Men. Like, there are so many teams. There's Alpha Flight, X-Force, the New Mutants, the X-Men Blue Team, X-Men Gulp. There's so many. There's teams all over. You know, yeah. they could do any sort of thing there. Are, there are so many villains that are like Thanos level villains in the Marvel universe. Like, you know, they, they've they done a, a really good job of building Thanos up to just be like, he's such a big villain that everybody has to come and fight him. And that is a that's always been a big thing in comic books. And X-Men, they got like there's 10 Thanos, you know, there's 10 of them there yeah. could be. There's so many villains that you need help to come in, and those are the kind of villains you could do, like e- that you could do in an animated film, much easier. So, mm-hmm. just fucking do it. That's yeah. what I want. I want it. Cool. I, that's all I've ever wanted is
0: a is a like one perfect X Men movie.
1: Yeah, make it like a love letter by fans. And fans, I,
0: I want to say one thing: this would be the perfect opportunity because he stated once again. Keanu Reeves wants to play Wolverine. Do it in an animated movie. Just let him voice it. Let yeah. him voice it, dude. He's doing a voice in the new Toy Story.
1: He's got a great voice. Yeah, is he? <laughs> yeah, do it.
0: Yeah,
3: that's a, you know that that's interesting, but that's another thing. Like like uh, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine for so long, and even though even though when it first started, a lot of people were like, "Well, Hugh Jackman is kind of the complete opposite." As, as far as like looks for Wolverine, it gotten to a point where you're like, well, wouldn't it be weird now after watching him play that character over 10 times yeah. for over 10 years? It's why I don't I like don't wouldn't it be another, weird um, seeing
0: a? Or- it's like, I don't I won't accept a new Van Helsing. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: Do you guys? <clears throat> every episode. Sometimes, yeah. Thank um.
0: mm-hmm. No, I agree. Well, he Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's just it. It it will take, but it, in a lot of ways, I mean, we've seen it with other characters. You can bring
1: Keanu Reeves in an in animated movie and introduce him that way because it's like a better format for the introduction,
0: but also, I'll still have Hugh Jackman in it as a, yeah, exactly. Wolverine. Have them
1: both exist.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could be. He could be in there if you
3: That's do the time travel That's the whole the point. Like, the, if we're
1: doing this as like a Spider Verse generator, like the whole thing is so you can have like at the same time simultaneous existence of different iterations. I love it. So let's do
0: it. I love it. I love it. Thank God yeah, we're yes. doing this. It's good. Um, do we want to save... Let's save our honorable mentions till the end, so we can. Yeah, all go. that sounds good. All right, cool. Oh, okay. uh, anything else on that right now, Jake? No, I'm. I'm good. I got it out. Good.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Um, Abigail. Thanks,
1: Sure. After Jake did like a very very serious rendition, I feel like mine's going to be a little silly. But uh, here's mine for. It's okay. What are you doing? Because it's because it, it's it's fine. It's right? serious stuff. It's very it's dead serious. Um. Okay. Here we go. Ghostbusters in time is my pitch, and it's basically uh the idea would be that the original cast of Ghostbusters Andy Potts Sigourney Weaver Dan Aykroyd Bill Murray Ernie Hudson. Gather together in modern timeline. Also, this is a Christmas movie. And they're gonna watch Answer the Call together. Winston's and this, in this movie? Yeah, he's in this movie.
0: Oh, so so now it's definitely fantasy. So
1: it is fantasy. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. All right, so I like
0: that it's Christmas. It's like Christmas. That. It's
1: Christmas. Current timeline, everyone gathers together to watch Answer the Call. Okay. And it creates a time schism. <laughs> we haven't quite figured out how. Doesn't matter. And so, basically, all of those characters end up in the 2016 alternate timeline inside of the movie Answer the Call. And they're on a rescue mission to get their old, the cast members who are playing, like, the cameos. They have to extract them from Answer the Call New York and get them into the perfect timeline, which I've created in, it's like an alternate 2016, Where once they get there, uh, the five heroes successfully snag their alternate selves, gather them all back to the time hole that Rowan opens at the end of Answer the Call. All the characters make it out into the third perfect reality, where we see Andrew Schaefer putting his pen down and closing his copy of Ghostbusters, the reboot script. And then flash thousands of YouTube upvotes and a montage that finally ends with the perfect version of Ghostbusters in the hands of our original cast, all having Christmas, and it's the new better version that happened because they put it on together and all watched it as a family.
0: Oh my god! So that's my plan. I'm so confused. That's
1: Ghostbusters in time.
0: So, I love the idea of our ghost, the original Ghostbusters, going in to answer the call mm-hmm. to essentially save their alternative versions yes. of themselves from being in the movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: exactly. That's so.
0: I that's funny. I, I, that's like that. I like that. I like it. Too. I like it. Um
1: <laughs> I think it needs to happen. I like the idea of the movie that they put in. It's like it, they think it's answer the call, but it ends up being like a very funny version of Answer the Call, and it's like it only happens because they went back in to the so Is it like
3: Well, I a got a question. Room. Is it so is it like the go all right, so the so the <sighs> present timeline Ghostbusters are watching the answer the answer the call
1: mm-hmm.
3: and they're like they're like, we cameoed in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then they hate it so much that they're like, okay, we need to do, we need Ray, we need you to build us a machine.
1: Uh huh. Put
3: us in this movie so we yes. can fucking get ourselves out of it. Yes. I
1: like That's that. That's what's I'm ad- happening. I'm adding okay. that part in now. All I wrote okay. was that there was a time schism that happened gotcha. somehow. During- it was like Christmas magic. What I kinda- if Christmas magic? Christmas magic? <laughs> something. <laughs>
2: yes
0: i love it what if, i like it. your idea okay so okay yes what if it's this mm-hmm. the reason this is what happens they remember when answer the call came out and like bill murray and dan Aykroyd and ernie hudson kept praising it yes but yeah. over time they keep like not praising it and yeah. like taking it back what if the reduction of praise from the original Ghostbusters happens so much that creates the schism like without (laughs) Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd's support it can't even exist oh I
1: like it yeah. Ooh, I think that's good I like that there's that's some
0: fun. Bill and Ted rules here though mm-hmm. like they just are like we have to go do this and then it just happens mm-hmm. they don't really have to put much they don't they it. Just, it just say it and it
3: happens it just yeah. happens
1: they're there and I love the idea of them with like the like Dan Aykroyd with the cab driver version of himself like just jumping into that hole while like Erin's doing her whole like putting the belt on thing like he's just jumping down being saved by Dan Aykroyd and they're gonna be dropped off then into the more perfect reality to that where the the I love like, that you you could be
0: watching Answer the Call, and it's, like, the scene where the four of them are talking around pizza and mm-hmm. the ghost girl scene. And then maybe you just see, like, Dan Aykroyd as Ray like, walking around in the background. And he's, like, trying to get <laughs> off of the camera. He's, like, trying to sneak.
3: He's, like, trying to steal equipment so they can build something to get <laughs> yeah. back.
1: Oh, but he's, like, bumbling
3: this. and uh. fucking bouncing into shit. Dude, I
1: love like, it. Like,
3: hey, 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 maybe maybe the entire... here's a, here's a Here's something that's, like, completely... Meta. Yeah. What if the entire scene of what what's Bill Murray's character when he comes in and he's like Sir uh, trying Heist, to make him show Dr. him Martin the ghost?
1: Heist. Yeah, Martin Heist.
0: Five oh, wait, hold, minutes. Hold on, five real quick, Jake. That, real quick, before you go any further, did you just call him Sir Martin? Heist? I thought it
1: was Sir Martin Heist, Doctor. <laughs> like it? he got knighted. No. Well, isn't that one of the jokes with Chris Hemsworth when he's like, "There's a Sir Martin Christ here to see you." Uh, maybe he I says don't it know. like in a. Uh,
0: all right, Jake, so one I of the many chokes.
3: So okay, so that scene where 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 he comes in to, you know, try to talk them into showing him the ghost.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Five minutes before that scene happens, off camera, you have uh Peter Vankman and Ray Stance, and they're like, We need someone to create a diversion.
1: So like mm. that
3: is Peter Vankman going in as a character to oh. keep them from seeing Ray stealing shit in the background. It's
0: perfect. So what happened to the real Martin Heiss? There is no real Martin Heiss. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, he survived. He's I... made
0: he's made up <laughs> for
3: He like the real Ghostbusters once entering this universe made him
0: up.
1: And he so much so that he was also on television on the news. Just yeah. continuing it, yeah.
0: A game changer. Guys, love it. Bill Murray is good in Answer the Call. I'm just putting that out there right now.
1: <laughs> He's one <laughs> of the better parts.
0: Casper? <laughs> okay. Um I like
1: this. I like it too. I think
0: Ghostbusters lends itself to doing all sorts of insane stuff. I know that they're doing crossing over in the comics and all of that. But I really I, I feel like John Kaba is somebody who would have somebody we should have had him on
1: that's what i said when i put this down Probably. he was like hey he messaged me he's like i like this generator i want to be a part of was like dude i wish you would
0: i guess we could try it now okay. well he's call? busy he's doing this it was I'm birthday busy. yesterday busy, he's very guy. happy birthday to john um yeah so i'm a little confused what happens at the end here they save the day
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did andrew Schaefer get involved
1: There is, there's several timelines. There's the 2018 Christmas timeline. There's alternate 2016, which takes place within the movie, basically. Okay. Then there's a perfect 26 timeline, or Mm -hmm. 2016 timeline, where all of the movie alternates are dropped into a, a different, better version of Answer the Call, which was written by Andrew Schaefer. Okay. That's my plan. I like it. And then we all end up back in the modern timeline. Thank
0: you. Well, if Andrew Schaefer wrote Answer the Call, who wrote... The book that he wrote, we did.
1: Yes, have some podcasts. Let's have some podcasts. We get a little cameo. (laughs) He wrote Ghosts (laughs) from Our Past. I love it. Damn. Let's film it.
0: Now, you had a couple more ideas. Yeah. Let's save those, though. Okay, cool. Guys. Yes. Now, Jake was pretty serious. And Abby was deadly serious. (laughs) so serious. (laughs) Deadly. Are you guys ready for a little movie called... Into the Aykroyd verse. Oh, I'm the only one who took this serious, huh? Yes, you are. (laughs) Jake. Cool. You're talking about your picture comics. Let's do it. Um, (laughs) I'm dead fucking serious about this. I am dead ass serious. I wrote a whole pitch. You guys ready? I want to hear it. Yes, I do. Maybe I'll put a little bit of music in this. Will you? I don't know. I might not be able to find it. (laughs) It, it, I might not not write it. I want music
1: on mine too.
0: In the back seat of a broken down charter bus, deep in the rural hills of Canada, because I didn't feel like looking up what city this might take place in. <laughs> Just think Canada. Just Canada. Rural Can- hills. Just general Canada. Yeah. General Craig Canada. and I
1: did so much research. Continue. A
0: young, Catholic school bound Dan Aykroyd has his first encounter with an alien life form, Bell Darconehead. <laughs> Oh, there's more.
1: Okay. Give me more.
0: Beldar explains to Dan that the very fate of the entire universe is at stake and that he must not pursue being a priest and he must dedicate his life to creating iconic characters for television and film for each character he successfully creates would simultaneously create a living version of that character in what is known as the Ackroyd Hellverse. Mm-hmm. A parallel universe where the laws of physics don't apply... And is inhabited primarily by real versions of good and evil pop culture characters. Kind of like Ready Player One. Okay. Kind of exactly like Ready Kinda Player
1: One. Kind of like it. Got As it. I was
0: writing this, I was like, fuck, this is already a thing. But yeah. we're going to keep going with
1: it. <laughs> you guys with me so
0: far? Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. Each character that Dan creates throughout his career is... Career, is based on a specific need for the team that exists in Dan's Hellverse. So anytime Dan Aykroyd, in real life, is creating one of these characters, it's because he's building this team to fight evil in the Hellverse. Mm -hmm. He creates Beldar Conehead. Mm -hmm. The leader, smart and efficient, cold and calculated. (laughs) Elwood Blues, the silent assassin, like Hawkeye, no bow and arrow, customized musical instruments which serve as weapons. Take a keyboard that fires ivory bullets, or a harmonica he can blow through and shoot mini poison darts. Shall I keep going? You, sh- yes, yeah, please. please,
1: please do. Ray
0: Stance, the heart of the team, a scientist well versed in all spe- aspects of space, time, and the paranormal, etc., helps with weapons development concepts. Uncle Roman, from, oh, uh, great outdoors, yeah, mm-hmm. wisecracking financial advisor and overall asshole of the team. Uh huh. Harry Saltonfuss yes, from my girl. Mm -hmm. A little uptight, good-natured, and hardworking mortician helps dispose of all the dead enemies in an upstanding and classy way. (laughs) Then we keep going. We've got the wild and crazy guys. They're the (laughs) life of the party. Steve Martin is there for some reason, but it's never explained why.
1: Okay, (laughs) I like that. Uh, that Dan Aykroyd functions as a undertaker. Yes, yes, that's good.
0: Then you have my favorite character. His name's real Dan Aykroyd, a conspiracy-minded vodka salesman who appears in a faded form, kind of like Zordon from Power Rangers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? And then you have all the other Aykroyds. Every character, small or big, that he's ever created plays a part. Some role's not as big as others. Think of these kind of like the other people. SNL
1: characters. Yeah.
0: Like, you know in Lost, there was like all those other people on the plane mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. kind of involved but not in the forefront? Mm-hmm. All acroids. Got it. Then, my favorite character, Ray Zelinsky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you buy parts for the American what, car people. I don't know how. It,
0: the American car I, people. A flub. I tried. Hi, I'm Ray Zelinsky. I make parts for the American working man because that's who I am and that's who I care about. He's dead, but he was the evil. Owner and operator of Hellverse, hell bent on destroying the other Acroids. See, he's an evil one. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Now we've got all of our characters, and uh, I feel like people are starting to really unsubscribe from the podcast. <laughs> right. Catching a lot
1: of heat here. I feel it.
0: Throughout the movie, we cut back into the real world periodically, where real Dan Acroid is just <laughs> doing his normal Acroid stuff. Yeah, but checks in with the Hellverse through his flip phone from time to time, yeah. projecting his faded image to meet with the other Acroids. Here comes the plot. Now you know all the characters. Here comes the plot. Mm-hmm. The oh, main okay. plot sees the full team getting the band back together after a 20-year lull. After the son of Ray Salinsky, which is just a younger version of the original Ray Salinsky, appears and starts wreaking havoc in the Hellverse. And now I got a couple plot points I didn't get as far okay, as I well, wanted to.
1: We're going to need shine you your cave in a-
0: at some point, the original Zelensky is reincarnated as a giant kaiju-sized Zelensky, and the Ackeroids have to call upon the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to fight him.
2: <laughs> alright, alright.
0: Stay Puft is quickly destroyed. So the Ackeroids turn to their last resort, buried deep within the crust of the Hellverse a VHS copy of Tommy Boy that holds the keys to the nuclear Farley option. When the keys are inserted into the crystal head briefcase, the spirit of Chris Farley is summoned for battle in one of the pre-chosen forms. He does show up in his Chippendale gear with a kaiju-sized Patrick Swayze and has a dance-off with the kaiju Selinsky. Wow. Whoa. During that this scene, is something. giant There's versions more. Okay. of the original Blues Brothers band also emerge with John Belushi and provide the music for the final battle between all the acroids. And Zelensky's and his evil spirits and monsters. Now that's just spitballing. We could go a couple, <laughs> couple different ways with it. I like it. I'm I'm a little bummed
3: out there's the, the judge from Nothing But Trouble isn't in here. Oh he
0: Ooh. is. Oh he's, he's, he's one of the others, he's the judge. There's he's judge. the judge. He's the, he's judge. the, judge, of <laughs> he's the hey, judge. Can I can I admit something? Yeah. I've never seen Nothing But Trouble. Nor have oh, I. You I think you guys would love it.
1: Really? It's
0: yeah. Dan Aykroyd directed it. It's the only movie they ever let him direct. In oh. fact, He he plays multiple
1: characters in it's it. It's his hey. nutty professor. Yeah, no, let's watch um, that.
0: There was uh, the interview with Dan... John Rath- Candy plays a woman. <laughs> well
1: Yeah, I need to see no that.
0: No relative of mine is going to be eating any hot dogs. Oh. That was my uh, Dan Aykroyd quote, but not Dan Aykroyd voice. In uh, <laughs> that interview with Candy Dan voice. Rather a couple weeks ago, Guys, this is the weirdest episode of Yes, Have Something. Yeah, right. it is. It, it's yeah. getting in, weird. In that in that interview with Dan Rather, they asked him about that, and he was kind of like, "Ah, well, they only let it me. They only let me direct one time. I thought it did pretty good, but uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I didn't do it anymore." But uh, anyways, um, I want to see the Dan Aykroyd universe movie. I'm hey, putting it out there. Yeah.
3: I want to see it too. Yeah, that's a good. That I mean, I guess if you can use your powers to make any movie happen, that's what I want to see.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he even vote. joins
0: the X-Men at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the you X-Men see, show up. Cross yeah, all the over. I could just see Dan doing one of his crystal head events at a bar. And who sits down at the bar? Logan. Yeah. And he's mixing mm-hmm. him a drink. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, what can I get you, son? Don't call me son. I've got no father. I don't know. Then other stuff happens.
1: I can see it. You had me the whole time. Cool. I love it.
0: You guys want to do runner-ups?
1: Yeah, let's do runner-ups. We losing steam
0: here? Whew. Steamy. I just want to tell you guys. I'm a steam
1: heat. I love you. I love you too. Who
0: would you have for uh, honorable mentions? (laughs)
3: Uh, Do you want me to go? uh, I I got three of them. Should I just go through all three of them real quick? Yeah, do it,
1: man.
0: I don't have
3: like plots for for them. I just thought. um, Oh, I can give you a plot.
1: Hey, that's fun. I thought
3: uh, I thought I would really love to see like a Ninja Turtle movie in this uh, yep. mm-hmm. animation. I think that would be great.
0: Have um, you ever seen Turtles Forever? Yeah. Have you seen Turtles Forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that, but good.
3: Well, okay. like that, but better. Yeah, yeah. like cool. that, but good. Um, but way better. Also, also like. Can you imagine if they went even further with it? Like, what if, um, you know, you know how in the the original Ninja Turtle toy line. There's all sorts of like... There's troll Ninja Turtles. There's Star Trek Ninja Turtles. The fucking Universal Monster Ninja Turtles. What if you did that as a movie? All the different toy line versions.
0: Speaking of that... Did you guys see the Honda commercial that's out right now? With the original Ninja Turtles figures in it? Mm -mm. Oh. There is a Honda commercial advertising like whatever... Honda-thon. Whatever Mm -hmm. the Christmas thing is. And it's the four original turtles from the original toy line... In stop motion animation with oh. the original voices from the animated show, oh.
2: like wow. running
0: around talking about how much they love these Hondas, um, Japanese cars. Obviously, they've got a lineage there. So yeah. uh, they're I missing
1: get... out though, not having Vanilla Ice and and Hot Mom in there. Oh, that horny mom! That <laughs> horny mom together right?
0: in the front seat. Um, Jake, I I completely agree on Ninja Turtles, dude. You can yeah. bring in, dude. Imagine really good uh, CG versions of the original movie, Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh.
3: You, yeah, there, there's so many versions of the Ninja Turtles that would be great.
1: Yeah, you've got like um, a vast, wide world to play with. I like that.
3: You know, my next two maybe don't make a whole lot of sense, but I feel like I want to watch a Super Mario Brothers movie that Love looks it. like Spider-Verse.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I
3: have no idea, or nor do I care what it would be about, but the fact that we're getting the Sonic movie... Everything we've seen, even though we've seen barely anything, just looks completely weird and awful. Makes me wonder why we have not had a like, a, a proper Super Mario Bros. animated film, mo- new movie. I don't care. Yeah. Just
0: fucking make it.
2: Dude, Dude um, if they
3: don't
0: do a Sonic poster that says there's a new Lord of the Rings, I'm going to be so upset. God, that's funny. That's, I mean,
3: as far as topical, that's pretty old but it's very
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: guys you remember you remember frodo it's
2: hot right? remember now. lord of the
3: rings
0: from uh, 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember That's that asshole, right <laughs> um jake but like since <laughs> i feel like nintendo of america somehow still like there's sonic games on nintendo right now like you could put sonic into the mario universe well there that. is
3: oh yeah i mean you definitely could do like you know there's that mario Party and you know there there are games where you know Super Mario, Star Fox, uh, Sonic, like yeah. Metroid, all kind of mash in together. They could they could do something like that.
2: God, that, that would, would be, be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like my my movie. third
3: choice mm-hmm. is kind of a weird one for for animation, but I was thinking, what if they what if they made it like Stephen King's It but animate it do like this kind of animation i know it would be maybe a little more of a challenge to make something animated like that truly scary but the 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 what made me think of it is that the in Back the book stuff? in the book it there's so much crazy shit happening yeah. There's a giant turtle that is is enemies with Pennywise. Pennywise exists in this fucking giant orange and white universe where he's floating lights and you go crazy. And when he fights Bill, it's like a it's like a fight of the minds and they're like staring at each other. And they're, you know, Pennywise is constantly turning into weird creatures and he's turning into, you know, universal monsters, the creature from the Black Lagoon, he's the shark from Jaws, mm-hmm. he's a giant spider, he's a werewolf, he's a mummy. There's all sorts of weird shit that you can't do in a movie movie, but you could fucking do an animation. Yeah. And, and 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 even though it might be it would be super hard rated R, whatever, it would be cool to see an animated version of it where they could do The stuff they can't do yeah
1: or if it focused on pennywise being the character that crosses over into like other story characters and other stories themselves like that would be very cool
0: yeah what if they expanded upon just the the it universe and just hey pennywise has been around for a really long time like just do like uh like an 1800s pennywise they could do i mean they could do i mean if you're if
3: you're I, I was thinking more of like a straightforward adaptation of the book but what yeah. if they did what if they did right what Castle Rock did wrong and did like a, a, in a the Stephen blitz. King universe where it's yeah. just like all the actual characters from Stephen King books are like smirk. like what if the main character was Stephen King like kind of like you know how kind of like how the Goosebumps movie is where it's like it's got
2: the author um, in it yeah it's got it's
3: got Arlstein in it, yeah. but like all his creations are kind of coming to life and stuff. Like, what if it was that? Like Stephen King's your yeah. main character, and and like he's being haunted by church, you know, or Cujo. I or got he, it. Like-
0: Opening scene, close up, microwave, hungry man dinner on the inside, spinning yes. around. You see Stephen King's eyes peering into the inside mm-hmm. as he chomps on his brownie, which he's eaten before.
1: He as put- it defrosts. I like it
0: oh, I wonder yeah. if Stephen King would ever do anything like that probably not yeah. he's like I can watch baseball
2: mm-hmm.
1: but if it's animated you can do it and That's I'll the do point. the voice yeah
0: and I'll give him a thick New England accent <laughs>
2: can't wait
0: he just sounds like your Dan Aykroyd <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just my Dan Aykroyd voice ah god what are we gonna do I, I'm done I'm done, I'm done. Well, i done I
1: like it
0: yes what other honorable mentions did you have because I didn't come up with any other
1: anything ones. else yeah I thought I suck The other thing I came up with was an animated series, uh, cartoon series based on Seinfeld, (laughs) where every episode opens with the plane going down from the finale and them crashing and then waking up in an alternate reality with, like, other versions of themselves. (laughs) So... That that's. I'm opinion. into that. Yeah, my first, the one I came up with was they wake up in black and white 1920s uh, New York City like a gangster scene. It's basically like the fucking what's it called from Star Trek next uh, next generation the, holo- the holo- holiday the it's, it's a sci holiday. holiday yeah exactly but it's funny so like they hear gunshots and they're in like uh, gangland New York and they go into like a bagel shop for cover and then they see the 1920s version of themselves and it's like Pleasantville because like nobody's funny there but they're funny so here's the plot points George marries a flapper who's also very religious (laughs) Elaine and Jerry marvel over jello salad at a deli (laughs) Kramer gets into the underground booze running racket and then gets arrested (laughs) that's one whole episode right there Good. Jerry,
0: did you know that alcohol is illegal? <laughs> it's prohibition. I thought they were anti hibition
1: <laughs> I uh, I,
0: how about George accidentally becomes a, a don in the mafia?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Guys, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my god! Got my own bathroom. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> you know, you know what else just popped in my head that would make a really cool animated travel through time movie?
1: Hmm.
0: Back to the future.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you, I'm. So you can play conflicted. with that. I could do so,
0: that. There was that, uh, and we'll, we'll wrap up here in a second. Uh, there was that. Uh, there was a survey recently about which movie franchise do you want to see a sequel or reboot to, and like Back to the Future won by like like people want more Back to the Future. Robert Zemeckis came out this week and said there's absolutely no way they're going to touch it. And if you guys have seen the reviews to his new movie, uh, the Steve Carell movie, Ooh. uh what is that movie called? Welcome to Marwin, whatever it yeah. is. Nobody's gonna um, touch it. It is universally being called a complete disaster. Wow! Like I was,
3: I was, I was planning on going and seeing that. So was I. Week.
0: It's got like twelve or thirteen percent on mm, Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Holy um, shit! Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Robert Zemeckis has done some very good movies, like I don't know, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, other things I can't think of right now. Um, Back, Back to the
3: Future, though, is one of those things I feel I would I wouldn't want to see a movie reboot or sequel or whatever, because to me, Back to the Future only works with, with like Doc Brown and Marty. Right. But if you're if you're animating it and, you know, you either had them do the voices or you had even if you had someone else voicing the same characters, I'm, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with like continuing that story. In an animated way, because you can you can get away with you can you can make an animated movie and set it right after Back to the Future 3 if you want. And it and it would be fine. I'm Live just thinking, action
0: is what scares me. I'm just thinking of George Costanza with a DeLorean using it for the dumbest reasons possible. Like the most selfish, petty like even more selfish than Biff going back to give himself the almanac. Yeah. Like George goes back, like George accidentally leaves a ten dollar bill for a tip instead of a five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, like that. You're telling me that you're using the technology for time travel
2: to go it back co- in time.
0: It costs you more
3: than than ten dollars in uranium or plutonium to to
0: fucking gas it back to it's time, the, Jerry. It's
1: the principal You go back to get more executive jackets. I
0: love that. I love. It. I absolutely love that. You're a madman.
1: <laughs> Can't believe it. Five dollar tips, Jerry. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, <laughs> Abby, did you have any more
1: else? Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I jotted down a few ideas for Terminator, but they all ended with, uh, "Yes, have some podcast being characters and going back and like ending Terminator Gen- Genesis and just somehow <laughs> stopping, stopping it from stopping being made." It. So,
0: so it's basically a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <sighs> hey, there's another one that would be good. I'll, I'll watch an animated
0: Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, I'll yeah. Do that. They're supposedly filming that Jay and Silent Bob reboot next month, so we'll, oh, see if okay. it, we'll see if it happens. Uh, I want to see it. The plot's funny. It's the exact same plot as the first one. They go yeah. back to Hollywood to stop the reboot of the movie they tried <laughs> to stop the first time. I think Jesus it's so Christ. good. Are you kidding me? It's all over the internet. What the shit is the internet? <laughs> God, that, that, that movie... I don't think it really holds up. It's pretty funny. I don't know. I don't it know. probably... I, I I get scared
3: sometimes when I think about Kevin Smith movies because I was watching... I I talked about it. I think we talked about this on the podcast. I watched Zack and Mary Make a Porno and mm-hmm. to me it did not hold up for like multiple reasons. And uh, it makes me kind of scared. And I did... I've told you, you Craig, before that uh, Dogma used to be my favorite Kevin Smith movie. And then one day when I rewatch it, I was like, holy fuck, this is just preachy bullshit. I was like, I was so over it. And, uh, it makes me scared to go back and watch like clerks or chasing Amy or even some, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rewatch Kevin Smith movies yeah. and realize I don't like them. Because I will I say this. really like them.
0: Yeah. I, I chasing Amy used to be one of my favorite movies. It can be a little grading to rewatch, right. uh, but Clerks and Mallrats to me are still phenomenal. Those are the most rewatchable.
1: Right. Clerks uh, in particular is like, uh, an even clerks and Clerks 2, I
0: find to be very funny. Like, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. a little bit trapped Like, there's hey, there's a lot of Lord of the Rings references. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Lord of the Ring. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like Clerks too, um, and
1: Lord of the Rings.
0: And a lot of people consider Lord of the Rings to be the Clerks too of the Tolkien. Uh, True.
1: Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, cool. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Um... This was fun. This is our this this was our crazy Christmas week episode. Mm-hmm. That's what this was. Um, if you want to find us on social media, you can always head to Instagram or Twitter at YHS Podcast is where you're gonna go. Facebook.com slash yes have some cast. And of course, Abby, we haven't done this in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I know. They How- know. <laughs> Everybody knows.
0: How do you get to Facebook Group Therapy, which is the official Facebook group of Yes Have Some Podcast?
1: It's super easy. You log into Facebook, you search for Yes Have Some Podcast. You find our page. You scroll down, and you'll see, yes, have some group therapy appear. And then you will click that box, and then you'll go to group therapy, and you'll ask to join. Myself or Jake or Craig will approve you, but probably me because I do it very quick because I'm always on there. And then you join, and then you post stuff about toys, and you complain, and it's a lot of fun.
0: I've noticed there's been a little bit of a synergy of um, there's not a whole lot of uh – uh, subversive opinions everyone's kind of either we're all hating together and all loving together uh, but that can all change because Aquaman's coming out this week so uh, uh, well guys I don't even want to see it
1: I'm nervous because I made that bet that if I liked it I'd have to wear jeans underwater <laughs> so I don't know how I would a, a do minute. that what that'll go on YouTube it will how are we gonna do that? I just want to go to the Georgia Aquarium and jump in. I don't want to. Oh, go oh don't can. do that. Oh, don't do that, though. <laughs> no, Jake just means
0: don't go to the aquarium. Oh yeah, don't go to the aquarium.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, I mean you're gonna get arrested if you go to the aquarium and jump, jump
1: in. in. Officer, yeah. don't People worry. Will die doing it's that. for the
0: podcast. Notice she's wearing <laughs>
1: jeans. She's fine.
3: There's also a good chance of whatever's in that water might not be. It might be
0: dangerous.
1: Might, oh, yeah. that might not be yeah. too friendly. Something
0: could hurt you. Just hey, Jake, when you thought it was fine. safe to get in your jeans and go into the water.
1: I can communicate with them.
0: Oh, man. Uh, it won't... You know, not Jaws. Uh, laws. who of nature. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, if you want to leave a podcast review for Yes, Have Some, because we really want you to. It really helps us out a lot. And a thank you to all the new reviews that came in this week. It was really cool. Uh, go to iTunes. Five stars. Tell us what you love about the show. We have so many great listeners. And we have a couple listeners that think... They think they're real funny with their joke reviews. Like, guys, tell us what you fucking like about us or don't like. I can't even decipher what you're saying. Tell us how
1: much you love our Ghostbusters fan fiction.
0: Yes, thank God.
1: Be honest. Uh, Oh, and
0: listen, we got a big year coming up. We've had a lot of fun this year, dude. We do. We got a big year with Ghostbusters' 35th anniversary. So, uh, cool. That's all we got. 128 in the books for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner. My name is Craig Goldberg. Saying thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and if you don't celebrate anything, Festivus. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Happy Festivus. Yes,
1: that's Sunday. Happy Festivus. Happy Get Festivus. the pole
3: out. Put Get the pole, pole
1: out. poles out.
3: Feats of strength.
0: Oof.
1: Frank, you're killing him.
3: <laughs> I, dude, we watch. Hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on.
1: Are we
0: also the number one Seinfeld podcast?
2: No, At this point, I we are. Be Best line in that
0: experience.
1: episode?
0: There's no tree. Instead, we have an aluminum pole. No decorations. I find tinsel distracting,
1: <laughs> dude. It is distracting,
0: though. That's a great. A lot of people. That's a really good. Episode. We'll finish on this. A lot of people don't. There's so much that happens in every episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. The Festivus episode is also the Bagel Strike episode. Mm-hmm. It's also oh,
3: the, it is, isn't it's it? It's also
0: mm-hmm. the episode where Lane gives out the fake number mm-hmm. and she's trying to get the uh, get the a lot sub of card. calls. <laughs> she's eating all the subs for the free. I'm a hat. man. And then uh, it's also the uh, the two face episode.
1: Yep. That
3: is quite an episode.
1: Quite an episode.
0: Hey, no Nobega, no Nobega. no no I love
1: saying that. <laughs> Dude, there was an episode of Seinfeld that we watched recently that I hadn't seen in a long time and it's strictly about how they like keep missing each other to try to see a movie and they keep like going to the wrong theater and like ex- it reminded me of yes have some in line at a convention. And I loved it. <laughs> Just like constantly like, well, you hold my place. And then at one point Kramer like needs to go buy a hot dog across the street, like can't fight the urge. I was like, This is us. God, Wait, are you, you that
3: that's that's a new you know how every now and then we come up with like twenty eighteen Seinfeld episodes? Yeah. I don't we should tell the people that every now and then this happens. Like I'll text you guys and I'm like, all right, twenty eighteen Seinfeld episode. And it's yeah. like a plot. Uh that's a plot for a Seinfeld, like Kramer wants to meet somebody at a convention, so he makes everybody go to, like, Spooky Empire. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh. No, they go to New York Comic Con. Yes. George is, like, super into, the like, girls in costumes. Yes. And, like, oh, yes. Seinfeld is like, why are we here? You yeah. know, he's like, yes. I don't get it And that Elaine,
1: be- like, hooks up with a B-list celebrity. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Bye-bye, boys. <laughs> She's, like, going to the green room. No. Wait a minute maybe <laughs> are you Abby are, are what you say yes. if if somebody asks you
2: uh-huh.
0: here's a challenge I'm putting out a challenge to our listeners if somebody ever goes hey do you like any podcasts and you go, I like this podcast it's called Yes Have Some and they say well what do you like about it I want you to look at them dead in the eye and say I like them because it's one woman's erotic journey from Milan to Miss <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle 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 Rochelle
0: Rochelle uh, I want to see sack lunch just putting it out there don't you Dude, want to know how they got in the
1: bag? I want all those <laughs> movie posters. I want all those movie God. posters in my house.
0: All right, everybody. This was fun. We'll uh, see you next time on yeah. Yes, I Have the Bad coming <laughs> <laughs> That was a Howard Stern ripoff
1: I like it. There, there Said it all. That, was, that was also a Howard Stern ripoff off.
0: Uh, cool. Uh, all right, bye. We're, we're all going to top each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. You
3: there.
1: got a topper, Jake?
0: No.
2: All right. Bye. Like, bye. <laughs> bye <guys. laughs>